With Long Island local news on January 13th, 2023, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. James T. Medor reporting on Newsday.com that consumer prices in the metropolitan area increased more than expected last month compared with December 2021. But the rise doesn't mean another spate of high inflation is on the horizon, economists said. The Federal Bureau of Labor Statistics reported on Thursday its consumer price index for the 25-county region that includes Long Island climbed 6.3% in December compared with a year earlier. That year-over-year increase was larger than November's 5.9% and the highest since August, 6.6%. The price index rose last month in part because of the higher cost of home energy and transportation prices for natural gas and electricity climbed 23.2% and 15.7% respectively year over year. New automobiles were up 8.2%. The cost of gasoline increased half a percent in improvement over the double-digit year-to-year spikes of last summer. Groceries were up 10.1%, which is in line with last fall's rate of increase. Quote, don't press the panic button because I think... Inflation is continuing to decline gradually. That's John A. Rizzo, an economist and Stony Brook University professor. He said the magnitude of last month's increase in the price index was influenced by a decline in prices in December 2021 compared with the month before last year or two years ago. A review of monthly changes in the index shows consistent rises of 0.2% since July 2022. Quote, This fits with the monthly changes that we saw in the pre-inflationary period of 2019 and 2020. Locally, economists focus on year-over-year changes in the index because that eliminates seasonal factors such as summer travel and holiday shopping. In addition, December's rate of increase in the metro area price index compared to the previous 12 months was nearly identical to the national rate of 6.5%. That's a change from the first six months of 2022 and the national rate outpaced the metro by two percentage points or more. Uh, Bringing it out to the East End, I've got two stories from Michael Wright um, having to do with East Hampton Town. Um, Let's look at the report from uh, East Hampton Town Supervisor Peter Van Skoyek's State of the Town Address last week. Michael Wright reporting on 27 East. Dot com that creating affordable housing and improving cellular communications will continue to be among the town's top priorities, while it also carries on its fight to reserve, reverse the impacts of decades of septic pollution in town waters and fight to gain local control over the flight patterns at East Hampton Airport. Vance Goyek, who has not yet announced whether he will seek a fourth term in the supervisor's office in this year's town election, applauded the work that town staff and officials have done over the past year on a variety of town initiatives from water quality improvement project grants to the planning for a new senior center expanding renewable energy resources at town facilities, the reconstruction of the Montauk Skate Park, historic preservation efforts at Carl Fisher House, Second House, and several town cemeteries, and various infrastructure upgrades like draining projects at Stephen Hands Path, an industrial road in Montauk. Meanwhile, in Wainscott, Michael Wright reporting on 27East.com that residents are girding for battle against the Wainscott 
Commercial Center as the proposed light industrial complex's application enters a new phase of review this winter before the East Hampton Town Planning Board. An exponential worsening of already painful traffic in Wayne Scott, pollution of Georgia Capond, and the loss of prime opportunities to remake Wayne Scott's small business district are seen as looming threats of the proposal as planned. The property owner, John Tintle, has said he would be willing to pare down his plans and sell a substantial portion of the property to the town if a suitable deal can be reached. And Wayne Scott residents have called on the town to make acquisitions of acreage a top priority. But at least for now, the proposal remains as a 50-lot development across the 70-acre former Wayne Scott sand and gravel sand mine. Consultants for Tintle recently completed a draft environmental impact statement, a wide-ranging review and analysis of the proposal and the impacts it can be anticipated to have on traffic, environmental quality, and economics. The planning board will begin taking public comments which, uh, on the DEIS, which explores a number of possible alternative development designs as well, this month through February 28th. Public hearing is expected to be held at the February 8th planning board meeting, at which members of the public will be invited to weigh in on the findings of the analysis and the development alternatives. Looking at the weather here in Southampton, in honor of Cleus Brandal and Christina Strassfield already here in WLIWFM studio. Hold on one moment. Looking like showers and possibly a thunderstorm before 10 a.m. today, then a chance of showers between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m., temperature falling to around 48 degrees by 5 p.m., breezy with a south wind 17 to 22 miles per hour, decreasing to 11 to 16 miles per hour in the afternoon, with winds gusting as high as 39 miles per hour tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 33 degrees, north wind 9 to 13 miles per hour, Right now, it's 51 degrees. What did I promise you? A little Bo Diddley to kick it off here in the second hour of the Need Edition on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
playlist having a little bit of a mind of its own and I don't even mind it. I wanted uh, All You Need Is Love, the Fab Four to play. It played Gladys Knight and the Pips. Everybody needs love. And it's true. All right. We got Muddy Waters and then uh, our very own Rob Europe going to lead us up to the hot sound segment at the bottom of the hour. So psyched to have Cleus Brundahl, Christina Strassfield, and the one and only Finney joining us at the bottom of the hour. For the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema, right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM, saying hey to Mare and Ollie, wherever you are, you're listening to the Heart of the East End. Oh, you're gonna need, you're gonna need. 
gonna need my help, I said. You know I won't have to worry. I have everything little good coming my way. Well, you wake up in the morning with your face all, all full of frowns. I ask you what's wrong with you, you some slowly putting you down, but oh, you gonna need, you gonna need my help, I say. Won't have to worry. I have everything look good coming my way. Tonight, you won't cook me no food, and you still say you treat me right. But oh, you gonna need, you gonna need my help. I say, It's gone. 
East End bluesman Rob Europe from his uh, newest record, Saddle River, No Need to Start Again. There's no need to start again. We are jumping into the perfect spot for the uh, Hot Sounds segment underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema. We've got a full studio right now, and I couldn't be more grateful for the people whom are here. Although I've got a question for you, Cleus. Where's Mayor and Ollie? What is this? They're on on the road. Oh, they're on the road. Yeah, yeah. What are they doing? We won't give their exact location. No, they're on the road. That's what what we do in this family. We travel. I noticed. We experience the world. I noticed. From the car window. So they are um, (laughs) are in Riverhead. Okay. (laughs) They're they're out in the big city. Yes, the big city. As we We refer to it We get to go there once a week. Which is cool. There's a lot to do there. Um, I'm a big fan of the aquarium, personally. Uh, The membership a wonderful thing. Uh, I go there as often as I can. Finney, I'm so glad you're here with us. I'm glad I'm here too. This is uh, amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like for you, a man of the world, growing up, he sits down, he said that London is his favorite city. I said, well, what was it before you went to London? He said, oh, Copenhagen. Tell me, what, what, is, the, what is it like? How old are you now? 14. 14. A man of the world. And, and how do you feel having had so many experiences? Are you grateful? Yeah, I'm grateful, but I'm, I'm thirsty for more. Awesome. Ah, oh, what a cool human being. What are, so you, you're a filmmaker. Yeah, uh, I did a film with my friend Bill Persky um, called When I Was Your Age. It's a short 30-minute film. Um, it's about the difference in like how being a kid has changed throughout the different decades. It's like in in the forties when you when you were twelve, you had way more freedom than somebody now. Unless you were uh, working already, yeah, <laughs> then you didn't have as much freedom. And we uh, we screened the movie we screened the movie at the Church Art Center in Sag Harbor. Cool. Followed by a Q and A, and it was sold nice. out. Nice. Yeah. It was it was a really popular of course it event. was sold out. All right, so what's next? We're going to submit it to a couple of film festivals and see where see what happens from there. Oh, I am anticipating big, exciting things. Uh, what are are you working on a new project? No, we're just pals now. I mean, the movie the movie is also about us just being friends because there's an almost eighty year an eighty year uh, difference between us in age. Because he's ninety one and I was thirteen. No, I was thirteen. No, fourteen when the movie aired. Um, we screened it at the church, so there's an almost 80 year difference between us. That. So that's what the movie is a little bit about too, just our friendship. You know, uh, being someone like that, where 
I have always connected with people that were much older than me. Can you talk a little bit about intergenerational friendship? It's really interesting because, like, out of nowhere, he wrote and uh, he directed the Dick Van Dyke show. Um, so uh, out of nowhere. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> so he's out of nowhere. I was, you know, at his house and all of a sudden he says out of nowhere, he's best friends with Dick Van Dyke. Stop. Yeah. It's oh it's cool. But he just he has these great stories about what it was like when he was a kid. Fascinating stuff, right? Yeah, it was crazy. Especially in a, a time such as now where time is is moving so quickly for everyone, no matter mm -hmm. what age you are. Yeah. I, I think about uh, the future and it's actually it's kind of tough because I see so much change happening so quickly and and I'm more excited than scared. Yeah. How do you feel? I don't know. I guess it could go either way. It could. It could, That's it, it, right. could it could be really cool, but then it could also it could also be like an apocalyptic movie. It could Yeah. I don't know. It could and it's all up to us, no matter what, which is why being prepared yeah. is one of the, the best things you can do for yourself. Yeah. All right, we're we gotta switch a little bit because otherwise we're not gonna get to talk about the Dahoud Salim Quintet, the exciting collaboration with Jazz at Lincoln Center, the On the Road series, bringing us back to the beginning, as you mentioned, Cleus. Uh, how has Hemden's Jazz Fest been going? I am very excited for this moment because it's a long time coming. I've been feeling like since I got this job, we need to be promoting the Hemden's Jazz Fest more. So my apologies and also my excitement for this year to do more of that. Tell me how the uh, series has been going and what's coming up. Well, thanks for bringing us on. We're happy to have you. Yeah, so yeah, let's get the word out. <clears throat> so Hampton's Jazz has been, has been going extremely well. We, well... It was like reinvigorated, right? Well, yeah, so what we've been trying to do for a long, long time is just to put great music out there yeah. for everyone to experience. And we, we, we try to get away with a lot under the jazz umbrella. So we consider jazz world music, which encompasses a lot. And that gives us the freedom to create and produce a lot of special events, such as um, uh, Dahoud Salim. But uh, Hampton's Jazz Fest is a product of the Jam Session, which is our nonprofit organization. So we do a bunch of things. We do Hampton's Jazz Fest, and then we do sort of Hampton's Jazz Fest Winterfest, which is we call the Winter Jazz Series. And we can't do it alone because we're not a br brick and mortar building. So right. we have to partner up with uh, with allies cool and par other partners in crime. Places like Christina Strasfield yes. and SAC. So we put a hook in them, and they um, and I don't, I don't think they can let go at this point here. We joined at the hip. Christina, right what do you say? I'm so What's excited. Um, this is my first week as the executive director yes. at Southampton Arts Center. Uh, I've known Cleus for years, so it's really kind of wonderful. And when this was brought to my attention, I was like, wow, this is so exciting uh, to be back together and doing this. Um, you know, saw him as a performer, and he's just done a great job of putting this together. Oh, and which, by the way, you can hear the jam session right here on WLIWF. M on eight at eight o'clock on Sundays. Just wanted to put that in there. Okay, Absolutely. keep going. It's just wonderful. And what I find is so special about all the different things that he does is that he really does want to make it accessible to the community. So again, with our partnership here, 
Tickets are $20 for our members, uh, $20 for the public, and $15 for our members. Now, where can you hear this world-class music? Amen. For, for that price. It's right. unbelievable. So what a fabulous evening for anyone to come out with the family and to sit and enjoy this music and just let it wash over you. And again, the whole idea of intergenerational, I think, bring your kids, bring your yes. grandparents, bring everyone, really, just be there to celebrate these world-class artists and in this wonderful environment. Unfortunately, we don't have any artwork on the wall right now, but again, being in that building is such a wonderful pleasure. And again, it's just wonderful to have to these partnerships. To return to my shame a little bit uh, of, of not promoting um, Jam Session and, and Hampton's Jazz Fest enough over the years, uh, I missed Celebration of Trees. So I just want to give you a moment to talk about that exhibit, uh, which was there when you were coming in at Southampton Arts Center from Guildhall, obviously both organizations valuing you as much as you should be and celebrating you as much as they should uh, so excited that you are closer to us here at WLIWFM. Uh, can you talk a little bit about it, about that exhibit? Absolutely, it was an amazing exhibition. Um, as guess you put it together. No, yeah. I didn't put it together. Oh, you Actually, didn't. this was Danielle Kronmeyer, uh, Coco Myers, and Claudia. Um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the name right now. But it was a great. They had over 65 artists there, uh, local artists, and Earth also internationally oh, yes, known. Everywhere. Wonderful, wonderful. And so when you went into the exhibition, there was paintings, there was sculptures, there was mixed media, there was video pieces, and really a celebration and acknowledgement of what we should be thinking about in terms of the environment Amen. really we want to save trees because if we don't have trees we're not going to have a world to live in so i love the way they approached it i thought the installation was fabulous you know artists from ned Smythe to um all sorts of wonderful wonderful people as i'm blanking out now but i think it's really <laughs> okay. kind of exciting southamptonartscenter.org by the way absolutely we're gonna we're gonna play the dahoud salim quintets at need to know from the Jamboree Live 18 record of 2019, just to give folks a little taste ahead of this Saturday's show, 7 o'clock? Uh, 7 o'clock, yes, but the doors are going to open at 6, so come and grab. There's also going to be a food option, so um, what a wonderful evening. How can, oh, you, how can you beat that? We love food options. Um, when, you when you look forward... What are your thoughts for the next show? Uh, well, the next show is going to be the East End Collected that Pat oh, Miller is yes! curating. So okay. I'm very, very excited about And that is going to open on February 11th. Um, that's the opening day. And then we're going to be having an opening celebration at 5 p.m. that day. We're going to do curator-led talks on the 19th. There's going to be an artist panel on March 4th. 18th, um, we are also going to be having a, a tour of the exhibition itself at 11 a.m. on April Fool's Day. Um, and we're also have a closing party with a film showing Nathan Joseph's film on April 29th. So lots of great things coming forward with yeah. that show. Um, East End I love Collected all the artists. Awesome. Uh, I, I'm blown away. There's some artists that I don't even know, which I love that opportunity. So it's going to be really thrilling. And to have that opportunity to work again, you know, with such a diverse group in this beautiful space um, just thrills me. I am just as thrilled, just as excited um, and very, very grateful have a full studio this morning with three people I love, Cleus Brundall, Christina Strassfield, and Finney. I'm Gianna Volpe. Uh, <laughs> this is Dahoud Salim Quintet. You can find your tickets at southamptonartscenter.org. Uh, this was the Hot Sound segment, underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema. And you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
If you love that track, you're going to love tomorrow night's show at Southampton Arts Center at 7 p.m. We heard from Christina Strassfield that there was a food option, and Cleus was telling us a little bit more, and it sounded like something we should share with the listeners. Cleus, what is the food option for tomorrow? Yeah, well, let's talk about food, because um, it is our philosophy that good music and good food goes, go, away, go very well together, right? I do not disagree with much of the many of the things that you say thus far in knowing you. Go ahead. Well, so we love our performances and our show to be a wholesome experience. You know, bring your kids, bring your grandparents, bring yourself. And uh, it's not a library. You don't have to be quiet. You know, you be respectful, of course. Right. But so we added um, a food component to many of our shows including Tuesday nights, jazz night at the Temple in Sag Harbor. So we have, um, I have partnered up with Cora De Rosa from Tapovana Food Box. And um, it's a wonderful, very easy and healthy food option. We call it a South Indian food offering. And it's healthy, it's affordable, local produce, and Cora is a wonderful partner. And we are doing that for the first time with the Southampton Arts Center on this Saturday. So we'll have great music with a band from Spain, a uh, couple with uh, Tabovana. And um, so we'll have a little table. Cor will be there serving his uh, his food. And we'll have cabaret-style tables uh, in the back, and then you have general seating in the front. So you can just mingle and eat, and I believe we also have a, a bar. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. All right, I'm hooked. So I'm bringing the baby to test out Indian cuisine for her first time tomorrow night. SouthamptonArtsCenter.org for your tickets. Little Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Ahead of Doug and the Beats. This is for you 90 kids out there. Uh, I need Mo Allowance. If we have any time after that, maybe I'll play some of The King here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
for something completely different. This one for you Swifties out there. Little Taylor Swift. 
You need to calm down from the lover record of 2019. Tom Rosenthal in your listening future. You are somebody that I don't know. On WLIWFM. Like it's Patron and I'm just like, damn. It's 7 a.m. Say it in the street, that's a knockout. But just say it in a tweet, that's a cop out. And I'm just like, hey. Are you okay? Self-expression, but I've learned a lesson that's stressing and obsessing about somebody else is no fun. And snakes and stones never broke my bones, so. Hold me to my word 
my nights are cold, my memories blur. Whoa, 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 will you laugh when I am slow? And you'll get me if you need me, and you'll be fine if you don't. You said it was arranged by love. You have a lot of love to give out. You're gonna see the highs and the lows. The kingdom knows the mind will doubt. You're gonna see it on your way. A great foray lies before you. You won't need me. You only need you. Someone, we are there for you when you need us. Leading you into the NPR news break with the Fab Four. Big ups to our guests this morning: Minerva Perez, Clayus Brendal, Christina Strassfield, and Finney. And our underwriters: Sag Harbor Cinema and Village Overhead Doors here on WLI WFM. If I 